0: Welcome back to the Zen Brain Podcast. In today's podcast, we will be talking about conscious living and embracing the power of choice. In this podcast, we invite you to explore the transformative potential of living in the present moment. In each instant, you possess the freedom to consciously choose how you spend your time, shaping your life according to your deepest desires and values. So join us as we dive into the art of mindful living, where you learn to focus your attention on the here and now, cultivating a heightened sense of awareness in every action you take. Through engaging discussion and practical insight, we'll explore the power of conscious choice, making and its profound impact on your well-being, relationships, and overall fulfillment. In any instant, you have the freedom to consciously choose how you wish to spend your time. You're able to focus yourself in the here and now, stay totally aware of everything you do, and make really calculated moves. Hold out your hand and view it. Move your arm and jiggle your fingers. Consciously control your muscles to proceed the way you wish them to. Observe that your physical activities are under your conscious command. There was a point in your life when this was conceivable for you. When you were little, your arms would wave around wildly. You could not get them to go where you wished. As a matter of fact, you didn't even understand what they were yet. But sooner or later, you solve the issue of how to command your hands and arms. You still benefit from that former learning experience currently. Habits are learned resolutions. When your brain works out how to get something accomplished, it saves the resolution, which is rewarded whenever you employ it. Driving an auto-consuming a meal and studying written text are all learned resolutions. It took you a lot of effort to learn these skills, but now you're able to work back these unknown patterns rather than beginning from scratch every time you engage. Habits are your mind's approach to time management. It may be exceedingly inefficient for you to consciously choose how to spend each minute of every day. Your conscious brain has better matters to attend to than solving the same issues again and again and again. So it assigns known issues to your subconscious in order to remember and apply the memorized resolutions. If you assign issues to your subconscious, your conscious brain is free to center on higher level affairs. For instance, as I learned how to type when I was young, I don't have to fret about consciously guiding my fingers to type out every word. My subconscious has already stashed away those patterns, which have been strengthened with decades of keyboard typing. I commonly type you know, over 100 words a minute, um, so my subconscious mind has learned assorted patterns for turning my ideas into words and phrases and paragraphs. This lets me center my writing brain on the upper level concepts I wish to communicate and my subconscious mind will help me convey those thoughts as text. Without this potent collection of habits assisting me, it would be really hard for me to efficiently express my thoughts on paper. Regrettably, your inborn habit forming abilities have a new significant set new significant setbacks. Occasionally, your subconscious will learn inefficient, inexact or inefficient resolutions and you might learn that smoking is a great way to, massage, to manage stress or that sounding off is the best way to earn sympathy and attention in order to line up with reality, affection and might, you might have to eventually displace and replace habits that have grave negative side effects. In this podcast, you'll start to consciously assess your present habits, identify favorable changes you'd like to arrive at, and learn practical solutions to make lasting shifts. This won't be simple, even when you know what to accomplish and how to accomplish it. Altering deep-rooted habits could be really hard. The comprehensive plan of attack presented here will provide you a definite edge in this situation, but in the last analysis, your success will be decided by your alignment with the principles that we have discussed so far. A basic error individuals make when searching to alter entrenched habits is presuming that they have to tackle such challenges solely and privately. That merely isn't truthful. The idea of affection reminds you to capitalize on your power to connect engage the help of other people to dramatically step up your chances of success don't allow pride to get in the way of outcomes extend and ask for help it's a virtual sure thing that others have already piloted the changes you want to make in your life rather than painstakingly working out your own resolutions from scratch capitalize on the collective wisdom of other people Search for a role model who have already accomplished what you're looking to accomplish and ask for advice or mentor. Seek books on the issue and employ what you learn from them. Invite help and support from friends and loved ones. Find somebody to tutor you through the process, even if you have to compensate them for their time. Don't feel as if you're imposed on other people by asking them for help. They're always free to state nowhere to ask for a fair exchange of value reciprocally, but frequently they'll be pleased to help you free up the charge. With simple and a couple of moments of effort on their part, others may provide you advice that might save you months of wasted attempts. Most people find it really rewarding to supply basic help when called for, particularly if they know that you'll employ what they suggest. You can take this step further by Mm -hmm. utilizing the mind of communion, thinking about joining a group of like-minded individuals who share compatible goals, particularly a group that meets at least every week and learn from other people who are further along the same course that you're wishing to travel. You'll be engulfed by how supportive and encouraging total strangers can be when you link up with them in such groups. Strong addictions are seldomly overpowered without outside help. Among the best solutions is to discover somebody who is already empowering your addiction and ask them to mentor you through the procedure of stopping. Individuals you've successfully made such an alteration know how hard it is and are frequently happy to assist other people through the process. This is the foundation of many organizations like AA, a society of almost 2 million individuals who work together to overpower alcoholism. In a like vein, ask yourself if there are any mismated connections you have to release. Do you have a ring of cynical acquaintances who sound off ceaselessly, encouraging you to take on equally disempowering mental attitudes? Do you like smoke breaks with your colleagues, making it more difficult for you to stop? Is your roommate a total slob, preventing you from becoming more organized? It's crucial to realize that the ongoing shape of your social circle will frequently be the deciding factor when it comes to habit alteration. Make a habit of deliberately reaching out and linking up with other people. Break the constructive pattern of attempting to do everything alone. Link up with a club or attend social events just for the experience of connecting with the fresh individuals and enlarging your social circle. This habit will provide you in ways you can barely imagine, filling your life with empowering acquaintances you'd never have met otherwise. Might is possibly the most significant thing when it comes to habit changing. In order to alter your habits, you have to center on your desired outcome and maintain a serious effort. The more disciplined you get, the easier it is to alter your habits. Recall that you're responsible for how your life turns out, whether your habits make you or break you. You're the only one who has to deal with the long-run consequences. As habits exert power over your outcomes, you have to exert might over your habits. Don't attempt to tackle a long-standing habit ahead on by powering through it. Center your early efforts on making indirect movements. Aspire to place yourself in a superior position. Change the conditions to quit reinforcing your old patterns and assemble the right scaffolding to support your fresh desired action. Early on, you're merely setting up but aren't attempting to change the habit as of yet. Purchase some books about the change you wish to make. Invite advice from other people you've already made like changes and see if you can discover somebody to mentor you. Link up a support group if possible. Do whatever you are able to produce the correct conditions for your future success. Next, you'll apply particular tactics to give yourself an advantage. If you set up the early stages properly, you ought to already know what those maneuvers are. You might come up with your own tactics naturally, but you'll likely learn most of them from others. For instance, if you wish to alter your eating habits and slim down particular techniques, might include measuring food portions, maintaining a food journal, trying to purchase extra fruits and veggies, ridding your home of junk food, learning healthy recipes, keeping the TV switched off at mealtimes, or discovering uh, a diet buddy, or joining a weight loss group. Um, purchasing a new scale or using pictures of thin individuals to motivate you, avoiding spots where you tend to like to pig out, um, or you know, charting your progress to see how you're doing on a daily basis. You'll go through many of these maneuvers beforehand, and before you even start your new diet, so that when you're prepared to begin, you're already in a superior position. Lastly, it's time to go after your target now. If you've done the preparation work of the early and middle portions, you'll be ready for the last thrust. This is where you put your might to the test. Can you make the wanted changes stick? Can you break up the old pattern and apply the new ones? You don't live in a vacuum. For better or worse, your habits affect the lives of other people. Take a minute to think about the social consequences of your actions. Do your habits help other people line up with their reality? affection, and might, or does your behavior lead individuals astray? Your actions have a disciplining effect on others, subtly molding them to adopt like behaviors. This is particularly true of youngsters who often look for grown-ups for guidance. Unity teaches us that we are all role models as we interact with other people, we teach them how to act, whether we recognize it or not. Our inner connections means that individual habits can't be thought of as an in isolation. One individual's bad habit may produce serious outcomes for other people, and occasionally these outcomes are grave, as in the case of drunk driving accidents. Therefore, we have to not solely be responsible for ourselves, but likewise to the community in which we live. In spite of the hard challenges you will face in this area, working at it provides you tremendous benefits. Utilize a variation of the heart-centered questions to access your habits, which habits place on your course with a heart and soul, which ones are pulling you astray. Don't wait for great habits to establish themselves or for foul habits to give out on their own. You have to take the opening move and produce the changes you want. Cultivate actions that keep you on the heart-centered course and dismiss habits that don't have a heart and soul. Consciously train the most reliable habits that you're able to, and for each habit you think about, ask yourself, is this truly me? Is this uniform with the individual I wish to be? If any part of your life seems fake and inauthentic to you, it has to substitute it with more of an authentic choice. This won't be simple, but it is the right thing to do. Your elemental goal in this area is to produce a set of mutual supportive habits that synergistically step you up and align you with reality of affection and might. Great habits enable you to stay in a positive flux state while you're centered on originative expression. You're consciously arriving at the high-level conclusions and your habits take care of the lower-level particulars. Once your habits work together, so congruently the outcome is both amazing and refined you might never reach this ideal within your lifespan, but each step you take in that direction is worthwhile. Remember that you're the general of your life. You have to choose which habits you'll keep and which you give up. Adjust targets for daily in advance. Choose what you'll accomplish, then accomplish it. Without a clear cup focus, it's too easy to buckle under the distractions. To lick putting things off, learn to take on your most undesirable task first thing in the morning, rather than delaying it till later in the day. This little victory will set the tone for a real productive day. Discover your peak cycles of productivity and schedule your most crucial jobs for those times. Work on small tasks during your non-peak times. Apportion portion uninterrupted blocks of time for solo work where you have to concentrate. When you start a task, distinguish the target you have to reach before you can quit working. Provide yourself a fixed period of time. A half hour works well to make a dent in a specific job. Don't fret about how far you get. Simply put in that specific time block. Patch like job-like calls or errands together and knock them out all in one session. Get up early in the morning, maybe even 5 a.m., and go straight to work on your most crucial job. You're able to often get more done prior to 8 a.m. than most individuals do in an entire day. Spend 15 to 30 minutes doing prosperous jobs to warm up, then take on your hardest project for numerous hours. Finally, end with another 15 to 30 minutes of simple jobs to change over out of work mode intentionally pick up the pace and attempt to move a bit faster than usual, walk quicker, read quicker, type quicker, cut down stress by cultivating and relaxing, clutter-free house, and a clutter-free office. The idea is the 80-20 rule, which states that 80% of the value of a job comes from 20% of the work. Center your energy on the vital 20%, and don't over-engineer the non-critical 80% and break procrastination by taking action right away after arranging a goal even if the action isn't dead planned, you are able to always adjust your journey along the way once you've the data you need to arrive at a decision start a timer and provide yourself just 60 seconds to make the real decisions take a whole minute to second-guess yourself all you want but end up with clear choice once your decision is established, take some sort of action and set it in motion. Arrange a deadline for tasks completion and utilize it as a focal point to remain on track. Tell other people of your plans so that they hold you accountable. Always arrive ahead of time for appointments. Punctuality enhances command. Envision your goal as already achieved. Put yourself into a state of really being there Make it true in your mind and you'll shortly see it in your reality. Provide yourself frequent rewards for accomplishments. See a film, schedule a massage, or spend a day at a fun fair. Single out the really important jobs from the merely passive. Allocate the blocks of time to work on vital jobs, those that which are crucial but seldomly urgent. Like exercise, authoring a book and finding a mate. At the finish of your workday, identify the first jobs you'll address tomorrow and set out the material beforehand. The following morning, start working on that job right away. Break out complex jobs into littler, well-defined jobs, then center on finishing just one of those jobs. Once you start a job, stick with it until it's 100% done. Don't shift tasks in the middle. When distractions arise, write them down to be handled later. Convince somebody else to do a task for you, providing a fair trade or fair payment. Learn fresh skills that are unrelated to your work, studying martial arts, learning a foreign language, or learning to play chess. You'll frequently come across ideas in one field that may boost your performance in a different field. Follow your gut instinct. It's likely right. Identify the procedures you utilize most often and write them down step by step. Rework them in writing for greater efficiency then apply and test your improved procedures. Occasionally, we can't see what's right in front of us until we have looked at it under a microscope. Schedule a particular time daily for working out a specific task or habit. One hour a day may leave you with a fitter body, a finished book, or a revenue generating website a year later. All habits are not the same, So take the time to forge crucial ones that may make a true difference in your life and those of other people. For instance, the habit of journaling helps me work out issues and gain fresh insights and the habit of posting my ideas on social media and podcasting different concepts. In both cases, I'm typing on my computer and creating a greater extent and more impactful habit. Frequently, the easiest way to make a habit more important and meaningful is to discover a way to share it with other people. So I hope that is enlightening and helps you increase your productivity and success by implementing better habits into your life.